is in the air. It's Valentine's Day 2020, and I'm your Cupid here, John Rawl, and I'm just wishing all you lovebirds out there a very happy Valentine's Day. No, I'm not Delilah, so I better get away from trying to be a romantic person on the airwaves of the Southland, but I'll do my best part here to bring you Valentine's cheer. We've got headlines from across the South, and it's not a very cheerful day in South Carolina today. Unfortunately, that youngster who was missing for three days found dead on Thursday in a sad statement there for South Carolina with the death of Faye Marie Swetlick. More information on that tragedy there from Casey, South Carolina in a moment. Even Vice President Mike Pence, who was in South Carolina on Thursday, weighed in on that discovery and a gruesome scene there in Lexington County, South Carolina. Other headlines coming in today. We've got all kinds of information, including the latest with flooding across the southeast. In Alabama, a new bill introduced in the halls of government in Montgomery is a bill that would force men to get vasectomies at age 50. Yikes! <laughs> that, one's, that one's painful to even announce to you, fellas. It's Valentine's Day. We don't need vasectomies, do we? Forced vasectomies by the state. There's got to be more to that story. We'll tell you what it is. And in the halls of government in Nashville, on the hill there, where state government officials are in session right now, there's now an attempt to make a book be the official book of the state of Tennessee. And it's a pretty good book. And we'll tell you what it is in just a few minutes. Plus, of course, we've always got fun stuff to pass along in our headlines, including how a Southerner has taken in a bear, a black bear, and is raising it just like it was their own child. We'll have information on that coming up. Also, later this hour, we'll have a look at what's going on in the college sports world this weekend. Basketball games, top 25 action taking place Saturday. We'll get to that information. Also, some football news and notes from around the Southeast. There actually has been a changing of the guard of a Power 5 program in the last week. And although it's a Big Ten program, Michigan State, it has a connection to the South. And the coach that just left there, who'd been there in East Lansing for many years, is a former South Carolina Gamecock. And we'll tell you maybe what led to that departure there. Also, they've already filled that job, but because they filled that job there in Michigan State country, there's now an opening for the Colorado Buffaloes. And will that affect any of our Southern programs? Maybe a, a coach headed that way. We'll give you the list of prospects for the buff, buffs of Colorado in our college sports preview. Also, we'll tell you about college baseball as it's opening day yes it's not just valentine's day it's opening day for ncaa college baseball and congratulations if you've been waiting for this great sport to fire back up and we've got some great games going on around the southeast that we'll tell you about in our college sports spotlight that's coming up in the next segment at the end of this hour we'll have our icymi in case y'all missed it and Tuesday night in New Hampshire, they had their little primary. Bernie Sanders eked out a win. Pete Buttigieg of a respectable second place. And Amy Klobuchar in a third place finish there. And then the disappointment came for Elizabeth Warren and Joe Biden and others who weren't there anywhere close to being near the top. And we had a special guest come on our show Wednesday just after the results were counted up there in the Granite State. 
Curtis Ellis will have a replay of some of his interview with us. Curtis Ellis is the policy director of America First Policies. That is a pro-Trump super PAC. But he did a good job of breaking down the Democrats and discussing what happened Tuesday night. And we're going to play a portion of that interview from Wednesday with Curtis Ellis and our ICYMI in case y'all missed it. And then when we scoot on over to hour two, since Valentine's Day is upon us and we know you're out Hopefully going to be with Sweetie at some point this evening, if nothing else. Hey, we've got the perfect song to accompany David Lee Murphy's party crowd today. Since it's Valentine's Day, you know it. We're going to play the song Valentine, Martina McBride, and Jim Brickman. Both of which are not native Southerners, although Martina's lived in Nashville 25, 30 years now. And I'll tell you a little personal story about Martina McBride and a really cool gesture she did when she was a brand new mom and i got to be a part of that so we'll discuss that in our valentine's celebration segment at the start of hour two and then we'll keep the love in the air when we have hashtag hullabaloo and other social media fun that we will discover and put forward to you there in that section and then as we wrap up today's y'all show we'll take a look at the brand new movies and speaking of valentine's in addition to what you can go out to the theaters and watch this weekend if you've got date night tonight and you don't want to go out maybe it's cold it's, it's gotten cold in some of the south here in the last 24 hours really cold hey we've got a list of some great movies to sit home and binge watch and we'll share that with you plus we'll give you all the other sports stuff going on this weekend you got your nba all-star game in chicago and i said that intentionally by the way you also have nascar getting underway with the daytona 500 and we'll give you the list of the people there atop the race the pole position etc and we'll also share some nascar history who have had the pole position the most in the daytona 500's history all that coming plus the latest with golf we've got the results from the opening round of the big tournament taking place this weekend on the pga tour all that coming up as we wrap up the y'all show and of course dixie from dixie we love will be our end of the show and end of the week celebration heading into this love filled weekend if you want to connect to us we welcome your feedback 803-816-1170 that's the number to text or call anytime you want we also welcome your emails, y'all show at y'all.com. That's Y-A-L-L-S-H-O-W at Y-A-L-L.com. We're on a couple of apps on your phone or your iPads. Look for the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or the Apple Podcast app, all free of charge. Just search y'all show and it's right there. Okay, looking into the headlines and again, switching from the fun to the very disturbing here as we have our first story coming in now this is my native county so i've been seeing for several days people sharing on facebook etc about this young girl missing in casey south carolina six-year-old faye marie swetlick and her body was discovered in the neighborhood where she lives on thursday after dis- disappearing monday from her front yard and it's just been a, a really tough week there in casey now casey is just across the congaree river from columbia south carolina so it's a very heavily populated area and it's a a blue collar town is what casey south carolina is now i have no idea the the income level and all that of casey of this this casey's residents here that live in the area that faye marie swetlick lived in and unfortunately was found dead in a a very bizarre twist to see this six-year-old who attended elementary school, I think at Springdale Elementary, 
there in the Casey Springdale area of the eastern portion of Lexington County as she was found dead on Thursday. Just a, a heartbreaking story. The public safety director of Casey, South Carolina, is Byron Snellgrove, and he didn't immediately provide evidence to link not only her death, but they also found homicide investigators, the body of a man was also found Thursday in that same neighborhood, and it just doesn't add up that you'd find a a dead man and this six-year-old girl in the same neighborhood and there not be some kind of connection. So far, no arrests have been made in this developing story, but a heartbreaking thing after her disappearance that after this happened and the news got out and again i saw it on facebook and people were talking about it in various forms of communication a massive search put out around lexington county and in columbia as well with more than 250 law enforcement officers searching in the casey south carolina area knocking on doors and such and unfortunately the the news tragic news with the discovery of this six-year-old's body on thursday we remember this youngster, Faye Marie Sweatlick, no excuse for a six-year-old child to be killed in any 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 place. No excuse whatsoever. This was not an accident. She was killed, and, and our thoughts go there with that family. Now, Vice President Mike Pence was in South Carolina on Thursday, and he actually spoke about the, uh, the news that had just broke about Faye Marie Sweatlick being found dead just about two hours north of where he was as Vice President Pence was speaking at an appearance at the Citadel, the Military College of South Carolina. And he took a moment to say, allow me to address an issue that I know is in the hearts of the people all across South Carolina today. And as your Vice President and as a father, let me say we were deeply saddened to receive word this afternoon that the remains of Faye Sweatlick, a six-year-old girl who went missing from her parents' front yard just three days ago, have been found and he went on to pledge south carolinians that the federal government will provide any necessary resources to aid in the investigation he said quote we will continue to work closely with the state and local authorities to hold any to account who are responsible for this heinous crime but i would just urge everyone in south carolina hug your kids today and keep this little girl and her family and her community in your prayers those the words of vice president pence as he was in charleston on thursday afternoon at this speech at the citadel the military college of south carolina a wonderful speech by the way if you have a chance to find it on youtube this guy is one sharp cookie mike pence and we don't often hear from him especially in in a setting like this where he focused mostly on the military but i mean this guy is the complete opposite of Donald Trump in so many ways. But they work together. You got to admit, they're they're a good team, but he's a different style. And if, if for some reason President Trump is reelected here in a couple months and Vice President Pence remains vice president, you'd have to think he's got a very good chance another four years down the road if he's going to seek the highest office in the land. One of the great things he did as a graduate of the Citadel, I have to give Vice President Pence an attaboy. He gave amnesty while doing at this address to the Corps of Cadets on Thursday. What does that mean? That means if you've been a bad cadet, if you are on restriction, you miss classes, you got caught out after the required time to be back on campus. This is a military college we're talking about here. If you've done 
pretty bad stuff. You're on restriction. You cannot leave campus. You have to either serve what's called confinements where you stay in your room and you study all weekend long. You're not allowed to leave campus. Or the more serious crime is if you have to walk tours and that's the punishment. What's walking tours? You have to walk back for 50 minutes nonstop with a rifle in your arm and it's like an old school way of discipline and yours truly has walked tours yours truly has also served confinements most of those came from missing a couple of classes but i walked tours and you're not going to believe what i had to walk tours for it was my senior year and the only tours i ever walked i got as a senior just months away from graduating and it was because i was caught up in the 1992 world series and as an Atlanta Braves fan, I just happened to be caught wearing an Atlanta Braves hat with my cadet uniform. And some bozo got me in trouble, and I got sentenced to 20 tours. That's 20 hours of walking back and forth and back and forth. Not consecutively. You can only walk 12 tours in one week. So it took me almost two weeks of staying on campus, restricted to campus, and walking these tours only 12 a week. I think it's three on Wednesday, three on Friday night, and then you walk six on Saturday. And you the whole time, even on Sunday, you're not allowed to leave campus. That was my punishment for being an Atlanta Braves fan back in the early 90s. And I'm still a Braves fan. And you know what? If I have to go out walking tours for the Bravos to get back to a World Series, I'll do it. I'll do it. But thanks to Vice President Pence, he gave amnesty to all those cadets, which means that if they were like me and they were sentenced to punishment, it's gone. It's cleared. They are free to go, and he's their hero. And they're going to vote for him in a couple of years if he runs for president just because of that fact. I'm, I'm quite sure of that. But that was a light moment there, but on a sad day in South Carolina with the death of that six-year-old girl, just a, a real heartbreaking thing. Another heartbreaking story of a youngster dying for no reason whatsoever. This comes to us from Grantville, Georgia, as deputies in that town are searching for as many as four suspects involved in an attempted home invasion. And in this attempted home invasion, there was gunshots and it killed a 14-year-old girl, Haley Adams, shot and killed at this home and grantville georgia this is in coweta county that is around noonan georgia to the west of atlanta and the sheriff's office put out a facebook post that the girl was shot in the back and later died at a hospital all because of this attempted home invasion our thoughts go out there to her family and more the sheriff's office said the incident was targeted because they have not had a released a motive evidently more to come on this developing story from Grantville and Coweta County, Georgia. Just a, a sad situation there. Now to Mobile, Alabama. Two men shot each other and ended up both dying after an argument happened inside a Walmart store in the Mobile area. A statement from Mobile's police department said the two were arguing in a Walmart neighborhood market this week and both of them pulled out guns and witnesses describe people running for cover as multiple shots fired both men taken to a hospital where they both died victims jacques thompson who's age 21 and 44 year old Seantris kirksey both killed both by each other at this walmart neighborhood market in mobile alabama 
a tragic story there from south alabama now an update on what's going on with the weather we've been kind of telling you about this throughout the last week really when this storm front worked its way from to from the west now to the east and some places it's clearing up some places it's gotten pretty darn cold in the last day or so but after days of really really heavy rain across much of the southeast the residents across the south are having to deal with rising rivers falling trees and also dams that are breaking or weakened at least even mudslides happening across the southeast i saw in the city of jackson mississippi the pearl river was right up by the highway and it was a scary situation they may may have even had to close that thing there and in vicksburg right on the mississippi river a hillside collapsed near a casino there in warren county and in alabama they had to have pumping stations a pumping station there was flooded forcing officials to close schools and residents were asked to conserve water it's been a rough couple of days from a weather standpoint from a rain standpoint in north alabama the town of hartsell the schools there canceled for the day because water from a rising creek flooded a water pumping station that's the one i was telling you about that in morgan county and north alabama just around uh that's where decatur is actually and hartsell in that same county so yes alabama mississippi and more heavily hit even kentucky really hit by hard rain and more governor andy Bashir has warned of additional rains for the southeastern portion of his state after flooding last week officials said there were the worst since the 1970s so a lot of search and rescue operations going on in 10 counties in in the state of kentucky because of this flooding according to governor Bashir. and i know tennessee was hit pretty bad and north georgia got a lot of rainfall there and I don't want to warn, I don't want to scare you too much, but I actually saw, speaking of the weather, and I'll see if I can't pull this up right here because it kind of came across my desk as I was getting ready to, to go on the air, as we say here in the Southeast. But it looks like there's a potential in the Carolinas, at least around this time next week, for a massive snow blizzard, it looks like. And I'm trying to see if I can't pull this article up. And it looks like maybe a week from now some projections coming to the north south carolina coast specifically i don't have all this information in front of me now let me see uh, sorry i should have pulled this up but I, I i'm just trying to give y'all a heads up that you might have an issue coming up pretty soon with extreme cold conditions more into next week not this weekend enjoy the i guess the warmth that you might find here in the next few days but it's going to be some heavy snowfall at least that's what i saw maybe it was fake news but i might i might want to double check that just check it out maybe more will have been published by the time you're hearing this y'all to oklahoma the attorney general says that oklahoma is going to resume executions through lethal injection now this used to be a norm there in the state of oklahoma but they had to stop it after a couple of death chamber mishaps And now the state of Oklahoma is going to resume executing death row inmates with lethal injections after this five-year pause on this. Governor Kevin Stitt, the Attorney General Mike Hunter, and others in a joint news release said the state is going to start using executions using a three-drug lethal injection protocol and that a source for the drugs has been secured. Oh, if you want to know what those drugs are, they are midazolam, vercronium, bromide and potassium chloride don't mix those three together 
it won't be a good day for you if you do that. And of course, you won't have to worry about that if you're not on death row. Currently, there's 47 inmates on Oklahoma's death row to Alabama. And maybe they might want to pull up some of those ingredients and threaten to use it on some of the lawmakers in Montgomery because of some of these silly, silly, silly bills they're proposing, including one from Rolanda Hollis, a representative from Birmingham, as this representative filed a bill Thursday that would require Alabama men, that's all y'all, men, to get a vasectomy once you reach 50 years of age or your father three children as she says whatever comes first (laughs) and oh yes by the way you're going to have to pay for your own vasectomy according to this bill the bill is a response to last year's abortion bill that passed the alabama legislature and includes a near total ban on abortion the vasectomy bill is to help with when the reproductive system and yes it is to neutralize the abortion ban bill it always takes two to tango she said we can't put all the responsibility on women men need to be responsible also again if you turn 50 if this bill were to become law in the yellowhammer state no active ingredients i guess would be the best way to say that in the state of alabama I don't think that's going to happen there. I don't think Governor Ivey is going to sign that bill into law if if I had to take a wild guess. Now, more state political news and more state political. E- this one's not quite as bad. This one's somewhat uh, comical, I guess, would be one way to say it. It may be important. Is it really necessary is the real question here. A sponsor of a bill in Tennessee's state legislature is calling for the naming of tennessee's we we just saw this week tennessee officially became the volunteer state and now there's a push to have tennessee have an official state book yes state book maybe they may make sure people in tennessee can read before they pass that law i'm just kidding i'm just kidding tennessee inside i i wonder which state does have the worst literacy level i i don't know the answer to that but what's the book they're pushing to become tennessee's first official state book well, Representative Jerry Sexton, he's making his second effort to make the Bible, the state of Tennessee's official state book. He says, I have people ask me all the time to bring it back. And he's going to have a meeting with Governor Bill Lee soon to address the measure. And it could be, I mean, it's a very heavy Republican state legislature in Nashville. <laughs> it might just pass. The official book, the good book. I wonder if it's New and Old Testament there with this proposal, the Bible Bill. It's been filed again in the state legislature of Tennessee, and you just might have an official state book. Hey, some states have official dogs, official dances, official songs, and other stuff. Yeah, official books. But if it weren't the Bible, what book would be the best book for the state of Tennessee? I'd have to say some kind of song book. Did Elvis write a book? I don't think he did. No, no, no. It wouldn't be Elvis. Did Dolly Parton write a book? I know she's written plenty of great songs. I don't know if she's got one or not. I'd have to think about that one. And I'm trying to think. uh, Tennessee? Even when I think of books in Tennessee, I can only think of Tennessee Williams. And guess what? He was from Columbus, Mississippi, I think. Need to step up your writing there, volunteer stake. and. Give the Bible some competition. Maybe that would be the 
other choice for a official state book in Tennessee. Hey, but great news. Regardless, Tennessee, you got an airline that's packing up and flying your way and going to anchor down, not at Vanderbilt, but in Middle Tennessee. Spirit Airlines, the low-cost carrier, is moving its operations control center from the Naples, Florida, or Miramar is technically where they are. They're moving it from Miramar, Florida, to Williamson County. I don't have a city. It's either going to be Franklin, Brentwood, maybe Nolansville, somewhere in Williamson County. Great place, by the way. And it's going to be $11.3 million investment, and it's going to bring 345 jobs to the Williamson County slash Nashville area. Spirit will move more than 240 positions from Florida to Tennessee and add more jobs once they arrive there. The center handles flight dispatch, crew scheduling, maintenance control, aircraft routing, air traffic control, coordination, and other aspects of Spirit Airlines business. Not moving their headquarters, just the operations control center. Oddly enough, Williamson County does not have a major airport. The Nashville airport is solidly in Davidson County, so I guess you don't have to be right next to an airport if you're going to have your operations control center for a I would call this a major airline, but congratulations to Williamson County on this feat and unfortunate news there for Florida losing out on this airline's operations there. Now, a story from Florida that I, I, I'm scared to tell you this without shaking my head. and I, I'm, I'm a little, a little uh, embarrassed to tell you this, to be honest with you. I don't know how to put this in, in gentlemen's terms but uh it's been not the the best of week for a guy who's about to report for major league baseball's spring training reese mcguire now can i tell you one thing about this toronto blue jays catcher he's not from the south he didn't play college ball here he's from washington state so and he plays for a canadian team so all i can say on behalf of all y'all in the south thank goodness this guy ain't one of us but what did reese mcguire do this week to get in the news and it wasn't on the diamond he's facing an indecent exposure charge in dunedin florida as deputies were dispatched to a shopping center parking lot there on friday afternoon last week following reports that a man sitting inside an suv was exposing himself that according to a pinellas county sheriff's office news release and the 24 year old pitcher or catcher rather does he pitch or catch (laughs) pun intended uh he was cooperative when he was caught and he did not deny the allegations so he's honest and the release didn't say what exactly he was doing but if he was exposing himself in a parking lot just use your imagination he was charged with a misdemeanor count of exposure of sexual organs given a notice to appear in court on march 16th i guess the blue jays will still be in spring training and March and he won't have to miss like a real game he was not taken to jail the blue jays put out a statement saying they're aware of his arrest i'm sure there'll be a suspension coming for blue jays catcher reese mcguire an embarrassing situation there and uh to put it in baseball terms foul ball all right finally here on the y'all show is a look at our headlines wraps up on this valentine's day y'all here's a heartwarming story this one will make you go out and get one of them big old uh, beautiful hearts and and just hug it closely here on valentine's day a little black bear in bristol virginia was orphaned and it was placed with a substitute mother this week after being saved by a dog and brought to safety what a great story 
there in southwest Virginia. The rescue effort unfolded after the dog turned up at an owner's home in Washington County, Virginia, with a cub in its mouth back on February 5th. And the dog brought attention, and this was a stranded cub. Now, luckily, the male cub was not hurt by the dog. The cub, estimated to be about two to three weeks old, taken to the Virginia Wildlife Center in Waynesboro for treatment and eventual resettlement with his own species. So, what a great job by the dog and the family that brought it in. But this cubby, speaking of baseball, this isn't the Chicago Cubs we're talking about. This is a, a real cub. Going to be back in the wilderness there and I assume, the Commonwealth of Virginia, and will be back in its natural habitat. So, that's a great just also sweet valentine's story to pass along a, a true love story between a, a dog and a bear cub and great people in the commonwealth of virginia when we come back on the y'all show we're going to switch over to talk a little college sports it's opening day of college baseball and the number one team in the whole country which is out of the acc is rolling in to one of the biggest venues in all of college baseball, and it just happens to be an SEC school, and they're going to go meet the beast of the SEC this weekend. That plus all the other matchups of college baseball going on this weekend. We'll tell you about that, and we've got some college basketball and college football news to pass along, too. We're your one-stop shop for all things Southern. This is the Y'all Show. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day Sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed.
The Louisville Cardinals are the number one team in college baseball, and they begin the 2020 season, as well as all of the other college baseball teams, on this Valentine's Day. Hello, it's opening day, and the birds of the UofL will find themselves in a familiar setting for head coach Dan McDonald, as Louisville will be taking on the Mississippi Land Sharks and coach Mike Bianco at Swayze Field in Oxford as Louisville takes on the Mississippi Land Sharks, also known as the University of Mississippi. And this game, one of your big matchups, Louisville number one, as he said, and the Mississippi Sharks are ranked in the top 25 at 25. And that's an evening contest here in Swayze Field, Oxford, Mississippi. Now, other top 25 games going on today featuring our southern teams, Texas Tech and Houston Baptist are in a tournament there in Lubbock. North Carolina's ranked 23. They take on MTSU. NC State is number 16. The Dukes of James Madison take on the Wolfpack. Arkansas's got Eastern Illinois this weekend. Duke is ranked number 15, and the Black Knights of Army is their opponent here in this opening weekend. Another ACC team right there on Tobacco Road, Wake Forest. They've got a tournament in Winston-Salem, and their opponent this day, the Seton Hall Pirates. William & Mary and East Carolina get together this opening day. Georgia Tech's got the St. Peter's Peacocks in Atlanta for a tournament this weekend. Mississippi State and Wright State get together on the diamond. The Georgia Bulldogs and the Richmond Spiders have a matchup here on this opening day. The UIC Flames out of Chicago and the Auburn Tigers get together on the diamond. Auburn ranked number eight in the college baseball poll. The Florida State Seminoles and Niagara have a series. Florida is taking on the Marshall Thundering Herd. The Miami Hurricanes, ranked number three in the land, take on their old Big East foe, the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. The defending national champion Vanderbilt Commodores are playing out in Scottsdale, Arizona, and they'll be taking on Michigan. Michigan, I think it was last year, was in the College World Series with them. So those two teams in a top 15 matchup here on this opening day. OU, Oklahoma is going to be taking on Virginia. The Wahoos will be in the Wahoos Classic. That's the name of the baseball team in Pensacola, and this will be in Pensacola. Virginia, the Cavaliers, and the Sooners. Texas A&M and Miami of Ohio have a game. LSU and Indiana, they get the season going there at Alex Box Stadium. LSU ranked number 11 in the land. The Oklahoma State Cowboys will be taking on Grand Canyon University. And that's your Southern teams here playing in the top 25 on this opening day of college baseball. Now to college basketball and bad news for Coach Frank Martin and the South Carolina Gamecocks as USC became the sixth Division I men's basketball program to get a letter from the NCAA, a notice of allegations related to the federal government's investigation into bribes and other corruption in the sport. And officials at the University of South Carolina did confirm that they received this note of of allegations back on January 31st, and it charges the Gamecocks with one level one violation, which is the most serious, related to former assistant coach Lamont Evans accepting at least $5,800 in bribes from agent runner Christian Dawkins back in the 2015-2016 season. And that was not the, I don't think that was the final four year for them. That was the year before that. Dawkins allegedly paid Evans to help set up meetings with then Gamecock star PJ Dozier and his family. Dawkins was working for NBA agent Andy Miller at the time. Now, PJ Dozier, 
I don't know if this was a recruiting deal. P.J. Dozier, the son of a former Gamecock great from the 1980s, so Garnet and Black was in his blood. I don't know what this was really all about, but more to come in this developing story from SEC men's basketball, South Carolina getting this NCAA notice, and it's out in the news now. Now, what's going on on the hard court on Saturday for your top 25 programs from the Southeast? OU will be taking on the number three Kansas Jayhawks at Allen Fieldhouse. That's an early game Saturday, 12 noon, 11 central, the start there on ESPN. Florida State's in the top 10, and they've got Syracuse coming to the Donald L. Tucker Center in Tallahassee, ESPN2, the broadcast home of this 12 noon, 11 central tip. In the South, you also have Oklahoma State hosting number 24, Texas Tech, there in Stillwater. Mississippi's going to be at Rupp Arena taking on the number 12, Kentucky Wildcats. Mississippi, they've been on a little bit of a roll there for Kermit Davis with a couple of wins after such a sluggish start in SEC play. Kentucky is right now 19-5, and right on the doorstep of a 20-win season. This game will be at 2 Eastern, 1 o'clock Central on ESPN. Baylor, the number one team in the country, has West Virginia coming to the Ferrell Center in Waco as this is a 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Waco time tip. Number five, Louisville, will be at Little John Coliseum. The Clemson Tigers await. This is an ACC network broadcast, 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central. The number seven Duke Blue Devils and Notre Dame get together at Cameron Indoor Stadium. Duke riding high after that win against UNC last week, and now the Irish come a-calling. ESPN is your home for this mid-afternoon matchup. LSU and Alabama always great on the gridiron. Mm, basketball? Could be. Coleman Coliseum is where you'll find this matchup at 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central, televised on ESPN Maryland in the Big Ten will be at Michigan State. The Terps ranked number nine in the country, and this is a early evening matchup on ESPN. Auburn's at number 11 in the country, the highest-ranked SEC team, and the Tigers visit the Tigers as they'll be at Mizzou Arena in Columbia to take on the University of Missouri. This is a 6 Eastern, 5 o'clock Como time tip. Number 20 in the country is the Houston Cougars, and UH will be in Dallas to take on SMU in a 6 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Metroplex time tip on ESPNU. And that is a look at your Southern teams in action on this college basketball Saturday. Now to some football talk real quick. Mark D'Antonio was a longtime head coach at Michigan State, and he has resigned in the last couple of days as Michigan State's head coach amid allegations of NCAA violations. More to come on that. I bring this up because D'Antonio, believe it or not, is a former South Carolina Gamecock football player. Really has not had, as far as I know, much of a connection to the South other than his playing football for the Garnet and Black back in the 1970s. Well, he's out now after these allegations. How does this impact the South going forward? Well, Michigan State's already hired Mel Tucker to be the replacement for D'Antonio there in East Lansing. Mel Tucker comes to East Lansing from Colorado, where he had been the Buffs head coach. And now the Buffs of Colorado out of the Pac-12 are looking for a coach. And some names that are popping up on their radar, other than people like Eric Bieniemy, who's with the Kansas City Chiefs and a great Colorado running back during their national championship team of 1990. Some other names that are mentioned as possibilities for Colorado's head coaching job, Butch Jones, who's been at Alabama, but also, of course, was the head coach of the Tennessee Vols. Jim Levitt, he'd done a good job at Florida Atlantic in recent years as defensive coordinator. Derek Mason, how about that name? He's at Vanderbilt now. This could be a great option if offered for him to get out of the 
absolute dumpster fire he's created there in nashville with the commodore so those are just some of the names being bandied about right now for possibly being the new coach of the colorado buffs not often do we see coaching vacancies midway through february but that's exactly what we got now with this kind of steamroll effect happening after d'antonio abruptly resigns there at michigan state now out of the fcs ranks some news out of eastern kentucky as eku linebacker michael harris a four-star recruit who went to EKU after transferring from Auburn, he was arrested on four different charges this week in Grove City, Ohio, after he hoisted a police officer over his head, causing them both to fall to the ground. He's been suspended from the Colonel's team and all football-related activities, according to a statement put out from EKU on Thursday. As a redshirt freshman at Auburn in 2019, he played in 11 games and made three tackles. So a rough deal there in Grove City, Ohio, for this Eastern Kentucky linebacker, Michael Harris. More to come on that story. Now, another dismissal from the football ranks to tell you about. This also echoes back to what we mentioned with a transfer out of the SEC. The University of Houston announced this week that defensive lineman Yebi Anoma has been dismissed from its football program for a violation of team rules. And this is a guy who, again, who came in after being dismissed from Alabama. He had to sit out 2019 because of transfer rules. And the Baltimore, Maryland, who was the number four overall prospect in 2018, according to 24-7 Sports, he's now been dismissed from his second school, a former five-star recruit now out of a job, if you want to call it that, at the University of Houston. Now, a sad passage back before Christmas, Edward Ashoff who worked at ESPN, a former correspondent for the Gainesville newspaper, a Florida graduate, a native of Oxford, Mississippi. I'd actually interviewed him several times, a really up-and-coming journalist. He died unexpectedly on his 34th birthday on Christmas Eve after he was uh, he was f- previously undetected stage 4 non-Hodgkin lymphoma in his lungs, and he died after just a couple of days he'd actually been at some of the football games in november and before christmas he was dead at age 34 well the football writers association of america they've created an annual award in his memory now going forward so congratulations for this 2008 graduate of the university of florida and his name will live on with the edward ashoff rising star award from the fwaa and finally, we've got another Saturday slash Sunday of XFL football here this weekend. And Oklahoma fans, you need to tune in to the Dallas Renegades. Landry Jones is going to come in and be the quarterback for the XFL franchise. And his old, I guess he was his coach. Yeah, he was his coach there. Bob Stoops is the coach there of the Dallas Renegades of the XFL. And these two will be reunited for their game this weekend. And this will happen on Sunday when they get together to take on the Los Angeles Wildcats, the Renegades with a big Oklahoma connection there. Well, that wraps up our look at all the college goings on here on this Valentine's Day. When we come back, we've got a quick ICYMI. I rewind back to this week when we had Curtis Ellis on. That's up next. Deep's coming. You know what to do. 
Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Final segment of this first hour of the Y'all Show, and we had the New Hampshire primary on Tuesday night. We had a very special guest come on with us in the hours after that primary ended in the Granite State. Curtis Ellis, he is a policy director of America First Policies. Had a great conversation with him. Encourage you to go on to y'all.com and find our archives or go on our podcast forums and find the archives of Wednesday's show and enjoy that conversation in its entirety. But right now, here's a little small sample of the banty about that we had with Curtis Ellis, both from his Republican, I guess, affiliation there with a pro-Trump super PAC and he was pretty objective talking about the Democrats. Enjoy this conversation now on ICYMI in case y'all missed it. Mike Bloomberg is the wild card, if not the spoiler. He's going to shake things up because he's got unlimited money. He's earning a lot of it out of China, but that's another story. <laughs> he, I mean, he is. He, I mean, he sells these Bloomberg data terminals. Every stock trader and bond trader in the world needs one, has one, pays hefty subscription fees, and a big chunk of that business is in China right now. So he is, and that's why he keeps saying Xi Jinping is not a dictator. He's just a lovely human being. But anyway, uh, he's spending unlimited amounts of money. I believe that Mike Bloomberg doesn't necessarily expect to get the nomination. He just wants to make sure that Bernie Sanders doesn't get it. Uh And what the upshot of all this could be is we go into the Democratic convention this summer with nobody 
nobody having enough delegates on the way in to be declared the nominee. And that was a small sample of our conversation from earlier in the week with Curtis Ellis of America First Policies. That is a pro-Trump super PAC. And he was on this week to talk about the 2020 New Hampshire primary. Coming up in hour two, we've got Friday Fruit for Y'all, a special song for this Valentine's Day. Hashtag Hullabaloo also coming up. And we'll tell you about some great movies that are perfect for Valentine's weekend. All that on The Y'all Show. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (laughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day Sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. It's the Y'all Show. It's hour two, and would you be my Valentine? Well, if you say yes, then why don't we just have a good old party cry? She couldn't keep from crying when she told me goodbye. But I knew the Lord, it was breaking her heart, and she was breaking mine. So for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride, I told her not to worry about me. So I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights, misery, looking for some company. And tonight I'm looking. 
looking for a party track Slamming it back And laughing out loud with the smoke so thick The blues can't hang around With the jukebox jumping like it just don't care If they're dancing over here Or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party crowd the heck's my truck So take my keys and lock them up tight and let the good times flow And I worry about tomorrow when it comes to light The night's still young And I'm on the road tonight I'm looking for a party cry Slamming them back And laughing out loud where the smoke's so thick The blues can't hang around with the jukebox jumping like it just don't care if they're dancing over here or fighting over there, I'm making the rounds, looking for a party crowd. It's Valentine's Day. Let me hear you sing. I'm looking for a party crowd. Slamming them back and laughing out loud where the smoke's so thick. The blues can't hang around. Yeah, get that sweetie something for Valentine's Day and have a party. If you're dancing over here or fighting over there, I'm making the rounds. Looking for a party crowd. Happy Valentine's Day 2020. Party crowd. Slamming them back. And laughing out loud where the smoke's so thick. The blues can't hang around. Well, let me tell you. That's always a great song. David Lee Murphy. But guys and gals, if you're trying to impress your loved one here today that might not be one of the songs you want to play that, that's probably not gonna say i love you like a hallmark card might say but a great song nonetheless hey this is the second hour of our end of week edition of the all southern showcase that we call y'all and i'm john and it's wonderful to have you here as we close up another week we, we've had a great week and i know it's valentine's day and love's in the air and all I can say is enjoy your candy, enjoy your roses, pink or red, whichever one you like. Maybe a couple of white roses. I once had an old flame that liked yellow roses, even when it was Valentine's Day. So maybe you're one of those different types of people that like the various colors that we can get. Don't get petunias today. Those things just smell awful. But Whatever the case, happy Valentine's Day. We want you to have a wonderful day and, and go out with your loved ones. If it's someone that's truly your soulmate, great. If it's someone you just like, maybe not even from a romantic standpoint, just a friend. Could be somebody, one of your buddies, one of your fishing buddies, guys. If you're one of your gals, one of your girls, you go to the beauty shop and talk to. 
if you don't have anybody that that would be a good thing i gotta find somebody frankly i i'm right now my valentine's evening plans just might consist of sitting around eating a peanut butter sandwich i can do better than that so uh if you're listening out there no, i'm just kidding if you are listening though i want to hear about your plans 803-816-1170 and tell me what you got going on and and what you got in mind for valentine's day and and i've threatened this already in fact i did ask and i don't think it's going to happen because she she already told me she had plans but i i'm trying to woo somebody right now and i don't think she's going to call me there's not but one percent chance she'd actually call me but in case she does we're going to have a great time you know what i told her what i threatened her with if she does follow through she said that she had fam family plans on this valentine's evening sounded legit she said she'd actually turn down other requests it might have been just a nice way to tell me to hit the road i'm not sure but if she calls i'll be a a very happy fellow but my valentine's plan for this great southern belle i guess she's great i hardly even know her but you got to start somewhere you got to go to first base before you can round the other bases right i threatened her and she liked the idea by the way with a romantic dinner at waffle house and we've talked about this before yes in certain waffle house locations on this very special day valentine's some of you treat this day like a national holiday which by the way we got a holiday monday it's president's day don't forget that if you got a bill that needs to get somebody pretty soon you better go mail it today because no postal deliveries on monday but you got to give the amazons and the ups's and the fedexes of the world credit because they those companies don't take president's day off as far as i know but yeah valentine's kind of a big deal to a lot of y'all and so i threatened this great southern belle i assume she's great she ought to be uh with a waffle house romantic dinner now this is not a joke waffle house on in certain locations i guess it depends on how excited the ownership of the franchise is in the different locations uh, how creative they are so they'll have a candlelight dinner in certain waffle house locations and you can go in there and have a great meal i think it's got a special what does they call that a prefix menu i'm getting all french with you here and and it's a point of conversation and uh if you've done the waffle house valentine's in the past let me know 803-816-1170 tell me how would you go back was it worth it was it a good deal and did did your love become scattered smothered and covered after i I need to know all this stuff but that that i don't really have much of a chance for doing that on this great day but i can only hope right that that uh, that could happen but if i'm in the waffle house let's just say it does happen and i'm trying to impress said unnamed person i should should be gender neutral here in today's world right i'm just gonna go ahead and say it's a female it's actually a female that i'm trying to perhaps do something with one percent chance that she'd even call me back so I, i don't think it's gonna happen okay but if she does ring me and we are able to go on this romantic Waffle House date. Guess what Waffle House have over there? That, what they got in that corner? And it's really cool. 
It's really cool what Waffle House is. They got a jukebox. And it's even got Waffle House songs playing on it. I don't know if the next song that I'm going to let y'all hear a portion of is in that jukebox on this day, but it ought to be. Because it is the best Valentine's song on Valentine's Day. I'm talking about the song Valentine from Martina McBride and Jim Brickman. Now, back in 1997, this came out on Martina's Broken Wing album. It went top 10 on the country songs chart. It was on the AC chart at number three. How in the world did this not go to number one? I mean, this is a great collaboration of Martina, the powerful Kansan, and Jim Brickman, the darn Yankee from Ohio, who's a great piano player. He's a good old piano picker. And uh, this was out on the 1997 album for him, Picture This, and then on Martina, her Evolution album. And I think she's had it on a couple albums now, but it was a it's one of her best songs. And it's just a, a, a sweet, special song. And it was written by Jim Brickman and Jack Kugel is the pronunciation, I think. And if you are someone in love or you've been in love and you remember hearing this, this, this was this was just a special song, 1997's Valentine. We'll play that one in just a second. Let me tell you a little bit more about a real sweetheart, Martina McBride. Now, she is from Sharon, Kansas. I don't know how she wasn't a good Southern girl. I know she's lived in Nashville for three decades at least, so give her some credit. But is there not a more classy modern country singer than Martina McBride? I mean, this woman has the voice. She's got the eyes. Oh, gosh. You could get lost in those blue eyes. She's got the style, the hair. Remember when she went from the long hair and her first song? I mean, I like Martina McBride from her debut, The Time Has Come. Great song, upbeat song. Didn't get to the top 10, but fantastic debut on RCA Records. But it was that next album after her debut that saw her go way, way, way into the stratosphere of country stardom with songs like My Baby Loves Me. That one put her on the chart. And she also debuted, I think it was 93, when that one came out, The Shorter Hairstyle. And she's just been on fire for the most part since the early 90s. Now, she has a connection to Garth Brooks, and I played Garth last week on the show. I told you that we were going to play a song this week that connected back to Garth. Well, Martina's longtime husband, John McBride, has worked closely with Garth Brooks since Garth got started. And Martina, at one point, was selling Garth Brooks t-shirts at Garth Brooks concerts before she got her record deal. So they have, of course, very close with the Garthster. And Martina got that opportunity in the early 90s to have her own RCA record deal and ended up with albums like Wild Angels and more and the way that i am just just a fantastic start there in the early 90s when nashville was booming country music was booming well as i said i worked i've told you before i don't mean to bore you but in the 1990s right there at the height of martina's career i just happened to be a lucky kid i worked at cmt i was helping pick the videos that aired on country music television and one of the coolest things I got to experience while working there a couple of years 
we saw artists all the time come into our office and they brought us gifts they took us to lunch they invited us to concerts it was a great gig i'll be honest with you okay and we got to meet some really cool people even people outside of necessarily singing bo jackson came to my office one time and gave me a baseball card that he signed it was pretty neat and we saw jeff foxworth i remember the day he came in to deliver you might be a redneck video this was before it ever aired and i really credit the music video for that to kind of get jeff foxworthy jeff foxworthy out more than he'd ever been and that became like the top selling comedy album ever you're welcome jeff (laughs) and all my other cmt compatriots from that era thank you or we'll accept your thanks you can buy me a couple of uh pickled devil eggs sometimes jeff uh but also wanted to let you know that we saw people come in all the time giving us all kinds of neat stuff and 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 hanging out with us it was it was really neat but in all that time when country music was booming in the mid 90s when i was at cmt only one person had the courage and coolness to come into our offices there on Opryland Drive, right by the Grand Ole Opry House, and let her let let us, the whole staff, hold her less than one week old daughter. <laughs> and that was Martina McBride. Delaney. I, I still remember her name. I still I got a picture somewhere of me holding I mean, I didn't know anything about kids. I was shoot a kid myself, twenty two years old at the time when I was working at CMT. And here's Martina giving me this little baby, her first child, by the way, who is must be 26 years old now. And we got to hold it. And what a great connection. And so I've always thought that was maybe risky on her part. I doubt people do that in today's coronavirus era that we are in. But for, for a youngster like me to hold that kid and, and Martina to think enough of us to come by and see us right out of the hospital, right out of the maternity ward was pretty neat. So thank you, Martina. You're my Valentine on this day, and we just love your music and love what you do. So without further ado, let's go back to 97, just a couple of years after she birthed Delaney, and she's also had a couple other daughters along the way with her husband, longtime husband, John McBride, also a great guy. Had a chance to meet him a few times. Great couple. Great couple. Martina McBride, Jim Brickman, and their collaboration in 97. Here's a little portion of it on The Y'all Show. It's Valentine. Enjoy this one, all you sweethearts out there. Don't y'all just feel the love coming from Martina and Jim? Oh, keep it going, y'all. All of my life, I have been waiting. 
right, y'all get ready now. The la 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 la. Uh, sing it to me. Play that piano there, Jim. What a great romantic song. From 1997, Martina McBride and Jim Brickman and their collaboration that was a big hit on the country chart and the AC chart, Valentine, and a perfect song for Valentine's Day 2020. When we come back on the Y'all Show, we've got some more Valentine's fun, courtesy of social media. We'll share that as part of hashtag Blue. Stay where you are. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Hey, y'all, this is the Y'all Show, Valentine's Day 2020. 
And I know you probably have your reservations set up for the most fancy place available in your area. And if you're able to sneak in the door, have a great evening there with your loved one or loved ones. Maybe you're taking the whole family out if you've got little ones and such. You're on this Valentine's Day. Hope it's a great one. Remember, every day ought to be Valentine's Day because we all should tell each other we love you. And we're just just a nice place here in Dixie. It's time now on this Valentine's Day as we wrap up another week of the Y'all Show for Hashtag Hullabaloo. And with Valentine's Day in our thoughts, let's go to Twitter and Doc is on Twitter. Is this Dr. Love? No, it just says Doc. S. Bradley Wilson is the Twitter account. A theologian at Spring Hill College, which is in Alabama. Also a surfer, runner, and a guitarist. Here's what... I think Spring Hill College is in Alabama. I'm pretty sure it is. Doc writes, guy at Rite Aid just bought a case of beer and a box of chocolates. Hashtag Southern Valentine. If that is what makes the couple happy, beer and chocolate, that is a great thing here on Valentine's Day. Now, Doc, if you don't mind, I better look up Spring Hill College just in case there's more than one. I had to do this earlier in the show at looking up stuff that somehow i want to make sure that we don't tell you the wrong thing here on today's y'all show so i'm pretty sure i'm right but there's always a chance you got more than one school with the same name yeah spring hill college is in mobile i I thought it was in alabama and as far as i know it's the only college in the country named spring hill college and it is a private jesuit liberal arts college there in mobile founded way back in 1830 the spring hill badgers a division two school there with about 1500 students so hello spring hill college in mobile thank you for listening thank you to the alumni of shc and thank you to theologian s bradley wilson there for this tweet again his tweet said guy at rite aid just bought a case of beer and a box of chocolates Well, Mr. Theologian, Doc, I want to actually go on something you put there in your tweet that has nothing to do with Valentine's Day. I want to talk to you, Doc, and all y'all. We need to have a conversation about Rite Aid. (laughs) Because, honestly, Rite Aid is not on every single corner like CVS is or Walgreens. You got to give CVS and Walgreens. They kind of taken over the whole country and right Aid, i'm sorry right Aid, you're missing out in fact i think they've closed a bunch of stores but i'm i'm actually doing a lot of hard work here on the y'all show and our crack team of researchers just just every single day putting out information you're just not going to get on any other show there's no way any other talk show puts out the kind of information that we do here on the y'all show so with that, here's what our crack research team has uncovered. Where's Rite Aid located? Why are they not in my town? Well, this map might be a little outdated now, but I'm looking at where their greatest concentration of stores are. And Rite Aid actually started in Joe Biden's hometown there in Scranton, Pennsylvania, is where it, its roots are. Rite Aid roots scranton 
but they've got a big presence not only in the new new england area working downward in jersey and places like that but they've they've got a lot of locations in about 70 percent of the south okay let me tell you where they ain't and i'll tell you where they are in the south they ain't they ain't really on the other side of the mississippi river as far as this map shows they're not in missouri they're not in arkansas they're not in texas there are stores in louisiana both in the new orleans area on the north shore all the way up into ruston and even around shreveport bocher city a, a handful of stores or at least there were according to this right aid location map now moving across the mississippi river to the other southern states they ain't in florida other than the panhandle looks like they got some around pensacola but the rest of florida looks like it's right aid free no stores where they have scattered stores they're a handful of stores in mississippi looks like in the jackson area and on the gulf coast you'll find some stores they have a fair amount of stores in mobile around birmingham and in north alabama in georgia they got a bunch around atlanta georgia is probably the most clustered rite aid location you'll find in the southeast but they're all over the state they're located some in the coastal areas but around macon up into north georgia all the way up into calhoun working over to ringgold it looks like they got some stores that's where they are in the peach state south carolina hit or miss in most areas of the state their greatest concentration of stores are across the i-85 corridor anderson greenville spartanburg and don't want to leave out beautiful downtown gaffney that's where they are in the palmetto state they're really from left to right if you look at a map all over north carolina with a heavy concentration in the research triangle but really throughout all north carolina tennessee not very many locations in west tennessee it looks like they got a handful in memphis a fair amount in the nashville area and not so much in east tennessee a a handful and then kentucky's got a, a fair amount around louisville lexington and scattered in other locations of the commonwealth of kentucky in all portions really even in western kentucky and then when you get to virginia not as many as you'd think a lot in the tidewater area not all that many around dc but they've got a heavy concentration when you get into maryland and as we work up the atlantic coast as i said they're just heavy heavy in new york city area rite aid is who i'm talking about and i want to thank doc for bringing that up so if you've been wondering where your local rite aid is and you haven't seen one around you lately there's probably a good reason they're they're not even in some of our southern states and then a lot of our southern states they have a a limited presence but lo and behold looks like they're on every corner in atlanta they're putting walgreens and cvs to shame it looks like i doubt it like i said i i think there's as many walgreen and cvs's as you'll find dollar generals around dixie now we had the new hampshire primary this week and we've got the nevada primary next saturday and then the following saturday leap day february 29th you've got the south carolina primary and in the spirit of politics i want to share with you a couple of gifs that have come in and although gifs are not as easy to pass along in a hashtag hullabaloo form as if they were i could just hold my phone up and show you the gif i think it's funny enough i'm going to share it with you anyway and i got two that are poking fun at the democrats and one that pokes fun at president trump so i'm trying to be fair okay fair and balanced but not really 
the first gif has a picture of joe biden and it says finished fourth in iowa behind an old communist a gay guy and a fake indian there's nothing quite like getting your arse beat by the village people (laughs) that's funny there joe biden he did come in in iowa and was a fifth place and the people that beat him in that new hampshire no and and he finished fourth in iowa fifth in new hampshire i think i got that right joe biden the supposed front runner and he finished fourth in iowa and now fifth in new hampshire behind an old communist that would be bernie sanders a gay guy pete Buttigieg, and a fake indian elizabeth warren and this gif says there's nothing quite like getting your arse beat by the village people which is what all of those characters come from (laughs) now the next one you got to envision the old ussr flag the soviet union flag which had the hammer and sickle okay red flag yellow hammer and sickle was our arch rival for forever some people still think russia is our arch rival i'm not so sure they're not our best friends don't get me wrong We, we shouldn't trust them that much but we got bigger problems in the world than Russia, I think. And this gif that I find, another poking fun at Democrats, has this hammer and sickle with the heading under it saying Sanders Warren 2020. That would be Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren 2020. Except if you look closely, it's not quite a hammer and sickle in this gif. It is a sickle. looks just like the Russian flag. But instead of a hammer in the picture from the russian flag or the soviet flag it's not a hammer it's a tomahawk and that's in reference to elizabeth warren's claim that she was an american indian and then the sickle is indeed a communist sickle and that's what bernie sanders says although he says he's a democratic socialist who the heck knows what he is so that's our poking fun at the dems now in all fairness here in the spirit of love we gotta love and I guess pick on equally to some degree. And this is something I found that's picking, poking fun at our commander in chief. If you don't mind, I'll share this one put out by Occupy Democrats. It's got a picture of Jesus and side by side by side with that is a picture of Donald J. Trump. And it says Jesus versus Trump. Don't, don't, don't the showdown good versus evil right jesus versus trump here's what this gif says jesus favors the poor trump favors the rich jesus encourages help for the sick and elderly trump promises to repeal obamacare jesus welcomes the outsider and the foreigner trump refuses to ban refugee uh, rather promises to ban refugees and build walls it's hard to go against jesus (laughs) y'all jesus turns the other cheek donald trump endorses torture threatens nuclear war etc etc that's certainly arguable i would say at best and then the last thing here from this occupied democrats gif jesus preaches against money and selfishness Uh oh i hate to see what they say about trump on this one trump according to this loves money and doesn't pay taxes i can't argue with most of the stuff here in this gif from occupied democrats it's pretty pretty spot on 
I mean, I don't know if he favors the rich over the poor. I don't think he does. He did promise to repeal Obamacare. He did try to build walls as building walls. But there's a reason for that. And as far as the endorsing torture, I'm not so sure about this. is all about the waterboarding, I assume they're talking about there. And threatening nuclear war. Well, here's a guy as president. We saw what he did with North Korea. That's still to be determined, by the way. But he's done more there to make it better than worse. And in my opinion, I think many people would agree with that. Bill Richardson says so. He's the former, was he with Clinton and Obama? I can't remember. But the former governor of New Mexico, who's sort of the insider on North Korea. And he's praised Trump for at least having this dialogue with that regime Trump definitely loves money there, there's no doubt about it now Michael Bloomberg's got more than he does and he knows that so he's got some envy there of this guy running for president on the Democratic side and from what I know President Trump has done his best to not pay taxes Taxes, and I'll, I'll tell you as a guy who just like you is worried in two more months now we got two months from this weekend tax day if you don't have to pay taxes and you don't have to go to jail by not paying your taxes, I say go for it because keep your money. Find a way to get your taxes down and get those deductions. As a small business owner myself, I don't think I could make it if I didn't find a lot of the deductions that are out there. And, and I've been able to do it on the up and up. I've paid my taxes. And I, I have paid, unlike Trump. I, I actually have paid taxes they just haven't been as much as they could be without the benefits that come to me as a small business owner. And I'm sure if you're a business owner, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you're not, the main thing is pay your darn taxes, no matter who you are. There's no excuse to live in this great country, greatest in the world, and not pay your fair share. Even if it's not very much, you got to pay something. You got to get in the game, put skin in the game, as Trump would say. Up next is a tweet from Justin at photo underscore child one, a pre-pharmacy major. How about that? Justin writes that in the profile, I like string cheese about as useless as a white crayon. (laughs) Have you ever seen a white crayon, Justin? I can't say that I have. Here's what Justin put in this social media world this week. So in one week, And this is absolutely true, at least where I've been in the last week, Justin. So in one week, it snowed. We had a 70-degree day, rain, and a tornado. Welcome to the South, specifically Alabama. (laughs) Hashtag the South. Well, Justin, you're 100% correct on that and other than maybe South Florida, there's been a threat of every single factor you just mentioned in the South in the last week. As far as I know, I'm not Jim Cantore here, but we know that most of the South has had tons of rain. There's been threats of tornadoes and tornadoes in some cases. We've had pretty nice days. Last weekend, we had in some of the South a 70-degree day a beautiful day, a shorts-wearing day. And then a lot of you woke up last Friday or into Saturday and you had snow on the ground. Maybe you had snow on a different day of the week. That's the South. 
That's the South as we know it. And you could not be more correct on that. It it makes it interesting down here. I guarantee you in Minnesota and Wisconsin and Michigan and upstate New York and Bernie Sanders' Vermont, they might have the snow and they might have the rain, but I doubt they've had too many 70 degrees days up there and I doubt they have tornadoes even though that's not a good thing and you don't wish that on anybody. But here in Dixie, we have a little bit of everything, especially this time of year. So if you don't like the weather, just wake up the next day. And as the old saying goes, it'll probably be something else. And that's usually the case. Hey, thank you for listening to our Valentine's flavored with a couple other things thrown in. Hashtag hullabaloo. We've got one more segment left here before we close it up for the week. Stay tuned. When we come back, we're going to take a look at the movies that are hitting theaters. we got some Valentine's-type movies to watch if you want a good homework assignment. Some news about the XFL, the lineup for this weekend, for week two of this new professional football league. Even some NASCAR news to pass along. All that coming up. Deep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not I spent a lifetime looking for you Single bars and good time lovers were never true Playing a fool's game, hoping to win And telling those sweet lies and losing again love you is that what you're saying out here to your loved ones here today on this valentine's day well that song right there is sort of my theme song a great one from urban cowboy johnny lee and don't do what he's singing about there looking for love in all the wrong places go to the right places here and one place you might find love on this valentine's weekend is the movie theater here's a listing of new movies it's a busy weekend at the cinema as Valentine weekend is a big date night type thing all weekend long. Here's your listing of new movies. Sonic the Hedgehog is out as that's got James Marsden and Jim Carrey in it. Fantasy Island is out this weekend, directed by Jeff Wadlow. And it's got Charlotte McKinney, amongst others, in there. The Photograph is available this weekend. Also, Downhill, that's a comedy that stars Julia Louise Dreyfus, Will Ferrell, and others. Ordinary Love is out this weekend. Liam Neeson stars in that. The documentary, The Times of Bill Cunningham, it's out this weekend. What About Love? 
That's a Sharon Stone movie with Andy Garcia, and it's available this weekend. First Lady, a comedy romance starring Nancy Stafford, Corbin Benson, Stacey Dash, and more. It's out this Valentine's weekend. Also, Spy Intervention, another adventure comedy starring Poppy Delevingne, Dave Sheridan, Blake Anderson, and more. Sort of a James Bond imitation, it looks like there, with Spy Intervention. Those are your new movies hitting theaters this Valentine's weekend. Now, what if you don't want to go to the theater? You're scared of the crowds and such? Well, AL.com has just put out a story here this week. The 23 most romantic movies you can stream on Netflix this Valentine's Day. And Ben Flanagan there at AL.com did a great job coming out with this. And I'm just going to read off a couple of the movies that he recommends. One's To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Always Be My Maybe. Again, these are all available on Netflix if you got one of those subscriptions. Someone Great is a great Valentine's film, according to AL.com. As Good As It Gets, Booty Call. Oh, yeah. Chasing Amy, another one. Dear John, Heartbreakers. Also, the movie Howard's End, Mansfield Park, The Notebook. That one's a really uh, a good one here, Valentine's Weekend. It's, it's it's 23 of the most romantic movies you can screen, stream. You might scream when you're watching them, but you can stream them, too, all on Netflix. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm getting all tongue-tied, getting all emotional here, telling you about what AL.com's put out, the 23 most romantic movies you can stream on Netflix this Valentine's weekend. How about that? Great. Got your weekend already laid out for you, for you and your loved one. How about that? Well, after you get through with all the love stuff, you, you got to focus on sports here this weekend, too. And it's a little bit of a dull weekend in some ways. We don't have any live action real NBA games. It's the All-Star weekend of the NBA. And the All-Star game is going to be in Chicago as it starts at 8 Eastern, 7 o'clock, televised on TNT. And the NBA has gotten ridiculous with the All-Star game. So they've got two teams not the eastern or western conference they've got team lebron and team giannis and those are the i don't even know who's on each team that i think they had a draft or something it's just it's just silly but yes that's the nba all-star game with all the other little competitions going on this weekend from the windy city team lebron and team giannis the featured all-star game sunday evening on tnt now it's an all-star weekend not in chicago alone but also at the daytona international speedway it's the daytona 500 on sunday as the green flag drops at three uh 2 30 eastern 1 30 central fox is televising the great american race ought to be a great great time good to see nascar back and going here for the 2020 year and i'll tell you right now that i know if you look at the poll and who all's on there you got your mississippian there in the top spot i believe it was chase elliott's in the third position heading into the weekend that doesn't mean a whole lot but what does mean a lot in nascar is where you finish and i can tell you right now that if you look at what's going on here this weekend who's going to take home the checkered flag Who's going to be the person besides Ricky Stenhouse Jr. who's in the pole position that will have a chance to win? Well, they're going to have a long way to go to catch up with some of the greats of NASCAR. According to NASCAR on NBC, here are the people with the most Daytona 500 victories. And 12 drivers have actually won multiple Daytona 500s. Now, here's some that have won at least three. You got Jeff Gordon, the Rainbow Warrior, Dell Jarrett, also won three and davy allison those three race car drivers won three 
Daytona 500s apiece. Then the great South Carolinian Kale Yarbrough. He won four Daytona 500s. Kale Yarbrough, who's still with us, by the way, out of Timmonsville, South Carolina. Kale Yarbrough and the old Hardy's car. Y'all remember that one? <laughs> and then who won more Daytona 500s more than anybody out there? Of course, the king, Mr. STP, Richard Petty, and number 43. He has won, and he might still race one of these days. Richard Petty won seven Daytona 500s. That is an, a feat that I don't see anybody coming close to in NASCAR in the future, but that's some of the heritage of NASCAR and the best race all year. The debut for the 2020 season is the Daytona 500 on this Sunday afternoon. The golfers are out at Pacific Palisades in California this weekend playing a little golf at Riviera Country Club. And after the first day, Matt Kuchar, the Georgia Tech great, he's in the clubhouse with a seven under performance on Thursday. Some of the other names participating, a former Georgia Bulldog, Russell Henley, he's in the top golfers after round one also harold varner the third the east carolina pirate he's in the running there with a nice four under on his first day of competition and this competition keeps going going until sunday jb holmes your defending champ there on the pga tours genesis invitational that's what's going on on the pga side this weekend and then from a football perspective if you want to tune in to the xfl week number two arrives on saturday you got two games on sunday you got two games the first game on saturday televised on abc the new york guardians at the dc defenders abc's got this one at two eastern one o'clock central then the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay vipers and the seattle dragons get together at five eastern four central on fox on Sunday, the Dallas Renegades, and I told you earlier, Landry Jones is going to take over at QB for the Renegades as they go all the way out to Tinseltown and at Dignity Health Sports Park in Carson. They'll be playing the Los Angeles Wildcats. That game set for 3 o'clock Eastern, 2 o'clock Central on ABC. And then your nightcap on Sunday, the St. Louis Battlehawks will be playing the Houston Roughnecks from Tidecu Stadium in Houston. That game set for 6 Eastern, 5 o'clock Central on Fox Sports 1. And that's your XFL schedule for Week 2. Always great to have football to talk about here on the Y'all Show. And that wraps up another week. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for part of our Valentine's fun as we wrap up another week. We'll see you back here on President's Day. That's Monday. And we might just take off a day sometime next week. But uh, as far as I know, we'll be here but we'll be here Monday for sure. So enjoy your great love fill weekend. And we'll be back here to talk all about it on Monday. Jerry Short will be on with us. Until that time, from Dixie with Love's going to get us to the weekend. And as I can say on Valentine's Day and maybe this day only, love you. coming you know what to do hey i'm gonna just rip this band-aid off we need to break up you're just you're not good for me i'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you and i'm not getting any benefits from this relationship 
you're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day Sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. 